Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Andrew with you here once again. The Artist Profile series keeps rolling. We are deep in Art Sticks Series 8 um, designers. And today we have Will Betke Brunswick dialing in from Boulder, Colorado. Will, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Nice. Yeah, we love uh, we love Art Sticks and we love um, all the contributors. So how did you hear about Art Sticks? I heard about Art Sticks through Lauren Click, who's the arts program manager for Boulder Arts and Culture. She also runs their Instagram and she promoted Art Sticks on the Boulder Arts and Culture Instagram. And then I reached out to her and she did a little introduction so that I could formally meet the folks. But then I did uh, apply through their like open call for series eight. And when you apply for that, do you already have the idea in mind or do you kind of like submit the design? I kind of have lost track of like the process of how it all works for them. I submitted like other designs that were, I thought might be stickerable, uh, but it was not, I hadn't already created the design for art sticks until after I was selected. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I do stickers all the time. So I just submitted one of my stickers and we adapted it or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I was curious for you, um, you know, how did you take all the inspiration of all your other stuff? We'll get into your work on your website, um, your comics and zines and all that. But how did you like take your style and fit it into the constraints of a very small area for sticker? So I make stickers sometimes with characters or with little designs that I have. Um, so I've have some experience like making my own stickers. Um, and then, and I feel like comics actually lends itself to a sticker medium because you can have, I, some of my stickers are like a character with a speech bubble saying right. something. And so instead of it just being um, an image with some words, it's actually coming out of a mouth um, or I'm used to working in small spaces of a panel on a comic. So. Right. Yeah. Like- yeah. So it actually dovetails like perfectly in, in its own way. Right. Um, yeah. That's cool. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about your work. I mean, you graduated from uh, California college of, of the arts. You got an MFA in comics, which is really cool. Right. Yes. And <laughs> my, myself, a big fan of comics. My, my oldest is a big illustrator and, and getting into comics too. So I, I just love that expressive medium, but we, we, you have a few things I want to definitely talk about, but just talk about like, you know, studying comics and just sort of that process of, of creating comic art. Yeah, the program that I did was a mix of both um, consuming lots of comics, like reading book after book after book and making our own comics. And so that's I love that. I love the combination of both because um, I'm so inspired by a lot of comics, but also some people in my program went on to like be you know, more academics and Mm. really focusing on the, like learning of the craft of comics, but through this academic lens of reading comics and other Mm. people are going through it to go make their own comics and write books or work for publishers. Um, so it was, it was a mix. I feel like I went, um, to make comics, but also to read as much, as many comics as I could, because that, Obviously, that was something I can just tell you're like, you really are passionate about comics. What when you were, <laughs> when you were growing up, like what, what were comics to you? Oh, uh, when I was growing up, it was newspaper comics, yeah. like 
Calvin and Hobbes, mm. a lot of those. I, I never got into superhero comics. So a lot nice. of people, when they think of comics, they're like superheroes. And that was, I then I went down like um, more indie comics, yeah. like reading Mouse and Fun Home yeah. and the, the uh, graphic novels. I was about to say, yeah, trending towards graphic novels, the longer yeah. stuff. Yeah, I wasn't ever a huge superhero person. I, I read like Punisher. Now I'm like, I can't believe I read that stuff. <laughs> but I'm a big Star Wars comic geek, which is arguably superheroes. But like, <laughs> you know, it's really interesting the way they package stuff up and the way they, uh, you know, series and episodic stuff is just cool. Like following storylines that can be like all over the place. But if, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how you do that. Um, we, you mentioned graphic novels and, and um, that, that makes me think of novels. You have a book coming out this year. I do. In that November. is pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How do you, first of all, you seem really young for a memoir, but no, I mean, a memoir is actually at any time you could write a memoir. Um, but this is a pro it's called a, a pros and cons list for strong feelings. And that's coming out of Tin House books in November. What, uh, what was that all about? The book is a graphic memoir about my mom dying when I was in college, which is sounds like a very heavy subject and obviously mm. was, but it's also um, there's a lot of humor in it. And because mm. that's how I approach the world and how I sort of right. approach hard things is through comics and humor and depth and hard things. So, right. um, yeah, the book is about my experience of my mom dying and um, really about my, my relationship with my mom is ultimately what it's about. And, um, she was dying at the same time that I was sort of like coming out as a trans person. And there was a lot going on in my life. She was dying and it was, uh, sort of this like coming of age, coming of death, like parent child love story. Um, that's what's I've tried to package all into this. Short. It sounds really hard to do, not only just to go through it, I mean, but then to process. And it sounds like it was when you say college, um, that not your MFA program, your undergrad program. Yeah. yeah. Right. So a little, a few years ago, obviously. Yeah. It was when I was um, 20. So. And where, where were you in school? I was at Carleton College in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, very good ultimate team. I used to play. Anyway. Um, I did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are, I, I we used to play them. They're beasts. Um, anyway. Um, and then you have an, a, another, uh, obviously you're in the publishing business. So publishing things is obviously your livelihood, but um, you've got your trans anthology, how to wait an anthology of transition. Um, you know, there's quite a bit there with that group. How, how does all that come together for you? Yeah, that was a anthology that I was a part of. So I submitted, um, a piece to that anthology, which they're all pieces about waiting. Um, so my piece for that was about um, waiting for a letter to prove that I, why I didn't have to register for the draft. Mm. Um, so, because I wasn't a man, um, right. but then I had to like prove that I wasn't a man <laughs> in order oh, wow. to justify that. So that was about, that was what that piece was about. And then I have a piece in the second edition of um, trans bodies, trans selves, which is coming out this year. Nice. Um, and that's about accessing birth control. Okay. So, um, wow. Those are mixed. <laughs> yeah. That's like all like, obviously it's within the same realm under the same umbrella, but like the selective service thing is just very like, cultural thing which is very i don't know uh it's a that's a cool story concept and 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 a true story obviously this is something from your personal experience yeah yeah those are both um they're like autobiographical slash informational and they're like you said they're sort of graphic novel comic is that that what you're saying yeah these are all comic pieces none none of it is prose 
Well, right. I just mean how long, um, how much space do they give you? Um, and uh, then you got another release coming out with in with for the public from Art Practical. You've been very busy. It seems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a um, piece where I didn't do comics. I did the like illustrations for pieces that other people were writing. Nice. So that was oh, cool. So exciting. like not not just like personal work like that, but, mm -hmm. um, and then of course you're doing zines, which is a whole nother world, uh, you know, of creation and subculture, right. Yes. Explain a little, I know what zines are, but like explain a little bit about zines. Zines are very DIY, um, usually made out of like eight and a half and 11 by 11 copy paper, but you can really make them out of whatever you want and you can put whatever you want in them. Um, and then people share them and sell them and exchange them. Um, so some people write zines with words, comics, images, collage. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it can be, what I love about it is that it can be anything. I don't totally. know what your access point to the zine culture is. Well, they're all, I actually teach them like a magazine design class. So we just taught like, that's very consumer basic kind of like put out like a, you know, 40, 50 page book sits on the grocery store. But of course, when you're doing that kind of work, you talk about zines and one-off stuff and things that people do by themselves. And, and I just always tell, especially my students, it's like pick something you're interested in you create a whole niche right around it. So I just love the expressive self-produced kind of thing, especially in the age of conglomeration that we, that we live in. Um, so, um, you know, your website, uh, folks, especially those who are listening, um, it's Will Betsky Brunswick. You're going to have to find that on our, our pages and stuff, but on that website, of course, you've got your work. Um, you, you know, you've got a few different things on the homepage, um, you know, of the more recent stuff you've been doing, what's really been speaking to you and, and kind of how you're finding inspiration to create some of this stuff. Um, mostly what I've been doing recently is working on the book with Tin House. Mm. Um, so that's where my focus has been, has been really, um, at this point in time, it's, it's pretty much done, but that has been a lot of like introspection and memory and talking to family members, um, and then sort of distilling it into these, um, I mean, with comics, it's like, images and words and how they're paired together and so sort of taking these memories that I have and then and then somehow finding a way to express them um in short moments mm. um but I think like in terms of general inspiration in the work that I do I I really just start drawing and right. then see where it goes I'm mm. it's a lot of like whatever's in my head that day um whatever colors I'm feeling excited by sure sure um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and of course you've got your Instagram there. It's, uh, trans boy comics. Um, and you're pretty active on there as well. Uh, you know, you got the Patreon thing. Talk a little bit about, you know, just being sort of a create, this is the creator economy, right? And so you're, you're producing a lot of really personal things, but you also obviously have to figure out a way to pay the bills. Right. Um, how, how do you find a, the the balance of all that? Um, I'm still trying to find the balance of all of that. I think it's a like pitching to places and some, it comes in waves. Sometimes I see a lot of things that I can apply to and I go mm -hmm. for it. Nice. And sometimes I'm, um, just trying to promote my Patreon and get more people on that. Um, and then I also work as a math tutor. So I oh, think nice. that I'm like doing that at the same time to, um, make this creator economy work in my house. Right. Totally. That makes sense. 
Um, we have a very cool feature on Rocky Mountain PBS. That's pretty sweet. That's a nice little media hit there. Yeah, that was an awesome interview. Really fun for me. Sweet. Yes, I'm a big fan of Rocky Mountain PBS. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I sit on the community advisory board there. So I, I had to mention that because I think these are the kind of stories that local journalism can do really well. Um, so if folks want to check that out, that's just RockyMountainPBS.org. And you can um, search for Trans Boy Comics and you'll see it right there. Um, so back to the art sticks project a little bit you're part of this series eight group you know we're kind of um really ramping up we got a packing party next week and then we've got the uh the release in a couple weeks here so um you know talk a little bit about your experience with them and what you're excited about uh going forward here it's been really fun working with them i love art sticks (laughs) um i think that like the theme of art as resistance was really exciting to me Mm, um yeah my I'm, can I talk about my actual sticker? Or yeah, yeah, go for it. Please surprise? do. No, that's what we're talking <laughs> about. Nobody can see anything anyway, right? So I, I really do want to talk about your actual sticker and how you came up around it, right? Okay. I just wasn't sure if it was like still a, um, under wraps. No, so, not. Yeah. <laughs> so my sticker was, um, I was, the artist resistance theme made me think of like, okay, well, what am I resisting? And I feel like right now there's so much um, like, cis people telling trans people what to do or transphobic legislation all across the country and murders of trans people, um, especially black trans women. And so I feel like I wanted to like counteract all of that, resist all of that. And so my sticker represents like trans whimsy and joy Mm. and silliness and fun and protection and rest. And like the, the cupcake is the colors of the trans flag. Um, and, uh, the alligator is like, um, a purple color for Boulder arts week, because I think the sticker series eight is like connected to Boulder arts week. Right on. Um, yeah, no, that's fantastic. And you do stuff with Boulder County arts Alliance. Um, and you're relatively active there. Yeah. Talk a little bit about like what you're doing here in the community here in Boulder. Yeah. I applied for a grant from Boulder County arts Alliance, which was awesome. It's how I got a printer, um, which has been a huge (laughs) time saver in my life. So I'm not, you mean like a printer for a computer? Yes. Like not yeah, going okay. back and forth to FedEx. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to print <laughs> That stuff. is a life-changing thing, really. Yes. <laughs> like life can change in small ways. Yeah. I can print my zines and staple them up in my house rather than um, biking across town. So wow, I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. Um, well, very cool. Uh, thank you for uh, contributing. Yes. Art is resistance. That's the theme um, uh, for this series and it's going live very soon. And I'm looking forward to seeing your sticker and vending machines and on people's laptops and all that stuff. Uh, and hopefully you keep printing out stickers as you do comics, you know, um, it's a yeah, fun thank way for you. People, people keep telling their stories too, through your work. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in once again, as we keep this artist series rolling, will, Thank you for joining us and uh, best of luck as we go. Thank you so much. Folks, we say it every time on the show, every sticker has a story. Today's story comes to us from Boulder and Will and their work uh, for Art Sticks Series 8 and Art is Resistance. And we are looking forward to that heading out in the world and take care of each other out there. And we'll see you on our next installation of the uh, Art Sticks uh, featured artist. So thank you, Will. Thank you. Bye. All right, everybody, take care and be well. 
That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.